Hey everyone, this is Brian, and this is another free preview of our latest Omnibus episode. Uh, this one covers all 13 of the Marvel Comics issues that we didn't talk about in our May 1974 episode, um, and this will uh, round out pretty much everything uh, that Marvel put out uh, in May of 1974. Um, it's about uh, 20 minutes long or so. Um, the full episode is about an hour and a half. So if you'd like to hear the whole thing, uh, why don't you head over to patreon.com slash marvelbythemonth uh, and uh, sign up at the $4 a month level. That'll give you instant access to our bonus feed of content, which has more than 100 extended and uh, completely Patreon-exclusive episodes. Um, and uh, it's also uh, the way that we are able to make the money that we need to make in order to keep the show going. Um, it covers our equipment costs, it covers our uh, hosting costs, covers our Marvel Unlimited subscriptions, um, it covers a lot of stuff. If you like what we do here, uh, the best way to make sure that we're able to continue making more of it uh, is to sign up at Patreon. So we know the holidays are right around the corner, and uh, that is basically just about the best present you could give us. Um, your support uh, lets us know that you like what we do and you want us to continue doing it. Um, which, uh, that's a, that's a real good feeling. So hope you enjoy this preview and, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash Marvel by the month. If you want to hear some more. and welcome to episode number 221 of Marvel by the Month, the podcast that takes you through the history of Marvel Comics one month at a time. My name is Brian Stratton. Mine is Rob Milne. I'm Jamie Wenger. This is an omnibus episode for May 1974 that covers all of the comics that Marvel released that month that we didn't cover in last week's episode. And in that episode, if you recall, mm. uh, we covered the debut of the Tarantula in Amazing Spider-Man number 134 and 135, a titanic team-up between <laughs> Solar and Claw uh, in Avengers 126, uh, the resolution of Reed and Sue's marital troubles in Fantastic Four 147 through 149, and the debut of Deathlock in Astonishing Tales number 25. And, and those are ranked, I think, in order. I would say, like from, from from like least to most. Yes, is my, yeah, yeah. yeah. Death, would, Deathlock, surprisingly, so the coolest thing in the world. Yeah, I mean, he is named Deathlock. Yeah, I know, so. but I, it's it almost <laughs> sounds once you've lived through the '90s, Deathlock sounds like. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not Death Clock. Death Clock is the best. Death sure. Clock is yeah. the but best. Deathlock yeah. just sounds like any old cyborg nonsense, you know. But yeah, it, it it's so cool. So the the wrestler Sting, uh, who debuted. I believe sometime in the mid late seventies, his finishing move is called the Scorpion Deathlock. And I now I wonder oh. it's like, was he a comic book fan? Could we get Sting on this podcast? Whoa. Steve Borden, do you listen to our show? <laughs> 
<laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. I, I imagine in the future when this is released, he's like, yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can't just talk back into your phone sting. You have to actually like send us an email, but uh, we'd love to have you on the show. Well, if he had his number, if he had our number, then he could speak into the phone. True. But I'm not going to give my number out on this podcast. Oh, that's mm. smart. Yeah, yeah. I should have done that. <laughs> yeah. Differently. We were talking before the show about how Rob has had his identity stolen like a dozen times. And <laughs> the fact that this is a revelation to him shed some light on why that has happened <laughs> mostly by three kids in an overcoat <laughs> <laughs> all right well so we talked about a lot of great stories last week but um despite covering all of those we still have another 13 issues from may 1974 to talk about today and no complaining because the last time we did one of these we had 22 yeah, yeah. yeah. we used to complain about 13 but not yeah, anymore 13 used to feel like a lot now yeah. it's like a walk in the park no, 13 feels like a day at the beach <laughs> um, well, uh, but before we dive into those, once again, uh, got to mention, uh, the GoFundMe, uh, for our friend Jennifer, AKA comics will break your heart is still live and accepting your donations. Um, she is fighting cancer. Um, it is the serious kind of cancer. Um, and we want to help her stay in the fight. Uh, and the best way to do that is contributing at bit.ly slash keep Jen reading. That's all one word, all lowercase, and that's Jen with one N. Uh, no amount is too small. Everything helps. Thank you so much to those of you who have donated. Um, if you are in a position to go large, we are offering three rewards for big-ticket donors. Uh, if you contribute $100, we will read a message from you on an upcoming episode. It can be personal, promotional, pretty much anything you want. Um, the holidays are coming up. This would be a great way to advertise upcoming sales or promotions to our audience. Or to a loved one. It can be a little gift. There you go. Proclaim your love. Absolutely. Engagements. Yeah. yeah. We'll proclaim love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to make a preemptive New Year's declaration? Ooh. Uh, you can do that. Or we'll hold it for you until you want it read. Um, <laughs> we, we could probably schedule that. We we'll could do, probably be trusted with that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. You can give us all these special requirements and we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. It's worth it for Jennifer. Uh, if you contribute $250, we'll let you pick the topic for one of our Anything Goes episodes that follows a Monster by the Month episode. Someone's already taken us up on this one and we've got one slot left for this. Um, we might be tempted to open more slots up if there's demand, but... Um, yeah, definitely. As long as uh, there are episodes that Jamie's going to wind up hating. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that seems to be the requirement that's, so far. That's the key. <laughs> um, and hey, if you contribute $500, uh, we will let you be a guest on an upcoming episode. Um, if you're in Portland, you can come right here to the studio and sit in with us if you want to. Uh, otherwise, we can do it on Zoom. Um, we can work around your schedule. So. And we're just aiming for not my parents, right? That's the. That's... <laughs> I would love to do a show. Actually, with your that parents. would be super yeah. fun. That'd yeah. be hilarious. Yeah, that'd be, yeah, we'd mostly be talking about like, tell us another embarrassing Jamie story. <laughs> oh, there are so many. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're all here, right? Yeah, now. yeah, yep. exactly. The yep. embarrassing stories that forged us. Right? Yes. Yep. Uh, anyway, make that donation at bit.ly/slash/keepgenreading. Send a screenshot of your confirmation to marvelbythemonth at gmail.com, and you're off to the races. All right, now it is time for us to fulfill our mission to our listeners and talk about these Marvel comics from May 1974. I am putting 60 minutes on the clock. We're going to talk about as many of these 13 issues as we can within that hour. Whatever is left over when the timer goes off, we'll cover Marvel by the Minute style. Uh, Jamie, why don't you get us started in a big way with Giant Size Fantastic Four number two? Great. 
And do you remember what giant size Fantastic Four used to be called? Mm, medium size Avengers. <laughs> it was giant size superstars. Superstars. One. And right. then it became Fantastic Four. Right. So there you go. Um, yeah. So this is uh, Cataclysm. Cataclysm. It's the name of another Fantastic Four story. I can see the font. It was like a. <laughs> It might have been an Ultimate Universe thing. Anyway. Okay. Uh, Cataclysm. This is number two, written by Jerry Conway, art by John Buscema and Chick Stone, letters by Joe Rosen and Stan Goldberg. So while returning home from a space trip, Reed, Ben, Medusa, and Johnny see a flash and crash land on what soon turns out to be a uh, prehistoric times in the Everglades. They deduce this by getting uh, from getting attacked by ape-like cavemen. Um, which Reed contains in his body as Ben flings them away. <laughs> I love the, that solution. Yeah. Solid. It, yep. It is interesting how rarely they make Reed do stuff with his body. Mm-hmm. For like, that's a superhero thing, but they really don't use it that much. Well, he's usually running off and not explaining why and coming back <laughs> yeah. with a ray to solve the problem. It yeah. also is a visually silly power. Yes. And he's kind of the serious smart man. Yeah. So. And they don't know how to do it yet yeah like nowadays it seems like it's fine like because he i don't know we'd like understand him better as a human sure i don't know yeah um yeah so they're uh they're they're in the past the watcher appears and tells them that they haven't actually gone back in time but time itself has gotten all twisted up due to someone breaking into the baxter building and using doom's time travel platform whoops also i hate this version of the watcher me too yeah this is giant baby watcher. giant baby watcher yeah he looks he just looks like he looks like a high school principal yeah if, if <laughs> kingpin stopped doing a lot of lifts but uh that's about it like just if kingpin let himself go yeah because it's, he has like a double chin but it's like a double face like his whole face <laughs> kind of sits on top of another face uh, yeah. in a way that is very strange yes and off-putting yep uh well so oh and the fantastic four were immune to the changes to the timeline because they were off earth yep um I'm, I think I'm going to say this again later. The rules of time travel in this issue are not something to be thought of even a little bit. No. It's just, it, it, that's not what this comic's for. No. Uh, anyway, the team agrees to work with the Watcher to fix history. And uh, um, the, fir- uh, the first chapter, or I guess technically the second chapter, because the first one was the intro, uh, is Reed and Johnny uh, being sent to upstate New York in 1777. And this chapter is called George Washington Almost Slept Here. Uh, before we go into it. Yeah. I just want to read the auth- the watcher talking <laughs> about his usual thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, the watcher says to Reed at some point when Reed asks him if he's responsible for what's happening. Have you already forgotten my oath, Reed Richards? A watcher may only observe, not act. Though it's true I've broken that oath in the past, and that I intend to break it again today. <laughs> this, this is like me saying that I'm going to reduce my unread pile of comics. It's like I have a system in place that will guarantee, except I plan on violating it. <laughs> the first chance I get. As soon as I can Constantly, consistently. Yeah. Right. Yes. That's all. I just the, I read that and I was drinking water and actually did. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He's like, I, I, you know, I never interfere. He should yeah. be called the yeah. meddler. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 They should rename the whole species. Uh, so, yeah. So Reed and Johnny are here to try and find the person who stole the time floor thing and ended up sabotaging history. Yeah. Uh, they are unconcerned with the butterfly effect or even conventional morality as they knock out two guys on horses and steal their stuff before heading to a bar for intel. <laughs> I like that this starts out like every D&D campaign. is like you go to the tavern. <laughs> you go to, start to the, the adventure. adventure. <laughs> you steal a cloak. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, while they're in the bar, this leads uh, them to a British fort where George Washington is being held prisoner uh, as a traitor. Mm. I don't know if this happened, but I assume that it sort of did, maybe, or like the d- the the pieces, not this like actual bit, but like. Well, with the Fantastic Four going back in time, yeah, well, that definitely happened. Yeah. I don't know if George Washington was captured by the British, but in yeah. Massachusetts, I don't know. Just like that. Um, so, following Reed's instruction, uh, Johnny flies around, drawing fire and attacking the Redcoats, while Reed rescues the astonished Washington. Can you imagine what Johnny Storm would look like at the Revolutionary War? I mean, time. Oh like, my God! Just demon, like yeah, right, right. straight up demon. demon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, fire was like the hottest thing that. Oh, I think just seeing him probably <laughs> got go. a bunch of witches burned. Um, yeah. <laughs> right, for yeah. years. I mean, I know it's late, but they still probably just went, you know, we got to revive that whole witch burning yeah. thing. Oh, you know, Massachusetts never really let go of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, George Washington, Johnny, and Reed have a chat in the woods. Washington tells tale of, of a man appearing in a flash. Uh, and it was so bright that it caused a horse to throw him, which is what got him captured by the Reds in the first place. Um, so this butterfly is, effect exactly mm-hmm. yeah um but now reed and johnny have prevented that from happening he now didn't get captured i guess so history... or he got uh, he got uncaptured he got uncaptured they didn't right. stop it from happening they didn't stop it from happening but they reversed the consequences of it by rescuing him right so yeah. presumably 60... the timeline is entirely the same except for right. the 60 british guys who saw a flaming man <laughs> and a stretchy dude right. yep. yeah no consequences there yeah yep uh, so half the, of them were Hessians, though. True, <laughs> they were notably, notably in the comic Hessians. Yep, yep, yep. And, and you know, not to be grim, but there was kind of a war on. So. Oh right, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the three exchange some mutual appreciations, very cute, and then they quantum leap away back home, uh, bringing us to chapter three with the best title of any chapter in any Marvel comic <laughs> ever. The Great Grimsby. <laughs> I was so disappointed this did not turn out to be just The Great Gatsby. Yeah, me too. Ben me up. <laughs> I absolutely wanted that. I wanted yeah. Ben Grimm on East Egg right. and like throwing fancy parties. Yeah. I wanted him breaking martini glasses every time he tried to pick one up. <laughs> <laughs> Saying old boy a lot. Yes. Old sport, old sport. Old sport. Uh, so this part takes place in Chicago, 1928, one year before the Great Depression. Um. Interestingly, they are there to ensure that the Great Depression still happens. Yeah, because they're tools of capitalism. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally proven. <laughs> uh, so just after a sort of Dick Tracy character yells at Ben about his rock costume, um, Ben suddenly changes back into human form. Um, and then they head into a department store to steal some clothing. Um, from there, they go into a speakeasy. Also, Medusa seems totally laid back and like enjoying life more than we have ever seen her yeah she's she's in like basically like a flapper dress Mm -hmm. and she's like she's living her best life yeah yeah she's like let's go with this yeah Yeah. i mean she's royalty she's probably like a socialite yep um getting real flirty with ben Mm -hmm. which is like a fun dynamic yeah i I hope they keep that but don't think they do no they won't Uh, so they're at the speakeasy and are shocked, as was I, to find everyone's favorite mailman, Willie Lumpkin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so happy. Yeah. Who, and this is like only the third or fourth time we've seen this guy, right? Like he he has not shown up very often. <laughs> not enough to warrant uh, a thing like this. Yeah. This, is, this is where he suddenly becomes Willie that Lumpkin. guy. Yeah. 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 I briefly, briefly thought that he was an immortal. 
<laughs> and you know had, has been alive this whole time and has only ended up he's a vampire <laughs> yeah, that would right. be amazing so cool just like coincidentally works with the fantastic yeah. war he keeps like faking his death and then coming back as his son oh, yeah, yeah right right yeah keeps a big mustache to hide the fangs <laughs> <laughs> so ben triggers a big bar fight um when he interrupts willie giving the locals some juicy stock market tips uh but eventually escapes uh with willie um arm you know in arm and they have a bit of a car chase after the car crashes and ben's neck ominously snaps i was oh, like man. briefly very worried about yeah him. yeah uh he just instead reverts back into the thing form and uh is and is in a street brawl and then he, Medusa, and Willie just, they quantum leap away again. So yep. they're like mission accomplished. So again, they're not fixing anything. They're just, they're, they're not fixing it before it happens. They're just solving the problem. Right, right. right. Yeah. They're, the, un, they're undoing the consequences of yeah. it. Yeah. Double butterfly effect yeah. stops the butterfly effect. Uh, yep. there you go. So as long as it's an even number. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like Star Trek movies. Yeah. 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 Every yeah. action must have it. Yeah. As long as it's an even number, opposite. it's good. <laughs> right. Right. <Yep. laughs> What does God need with a starship? <laughs> uh, so then we go to chapter four, time enough for death. Um, here, the foursome plus Willie teleport into a melted clock land. And Johnny proves that he went to college briefly uh, by name checking Salvador Dali. Yep. yep. Love to see it. They there. This is such a weird time in the comic to do what this comic did. <laughs> yep. But uh, <laughs> they encounter an all white crystal giant named Tempest. Mm hmm. Um, who is master of this world and who hungers only for death. He's been here since time started, but he hasn't been allowed to change or grow and he's over it. And he says time itself must end. I was wondering if this was like a reflective comic book thing. Like we're not allowed to change these characters. We're kind of stuck like, oh, on repeat. A little kill, us, see that. Yeah. kill us. Yeah, yeah. Kill us. Right. It is interesting. Like as we're getting into the mid seventies, like you're starting to get these like suicidal yeah. Marvel characters. Like Warlock is basically that, yeah, it pops up quite a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, even characters in Man Thing are that he yeah. runs into. Mm -hmm. The clown that cried. The swamp, <laughs> the swamp clown. Yeah. The, cried the, tears the, of the, the suicidal theater. clown. Right, the yeah. clown that ate a gun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's straight up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, there's a lot. There's a lot of suicide yep. all of a sudden. Um, so anyway. Uh, I don't know if we should have had a comedy bit about suicide, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, trigger warning. call a prevention line. Yes, yeah. yeah, call a prevention line Yeah, if you need that. And please, like, we have few enough listeners. Don't do anything to yourself. <laughs> like, we really need you. We're really happy you're here. So you still turned it into a bit, but... <laughs> yeah, uh, but it was it, it was a, it was a tongue-in-cheek sincerity. Yeah, so. which is how we roll. It's, yes. It's the closest I can get to an authentic human emotion. I think that, <laughs> that might be our slogan. Yeah. Tongue-in-cheek yeah. tongue sincerity. <laughs> So this guy wants everything to be over. And to do this, the methodology that this time master crystal thing did was to lure Willie Lumpkin to, <laughs> to the time platform in the hopes that he does just enough paradoxes to uproot the tree of time. Yep. Uh, but since that didn't work, he's just going to kill them all. And uh, first starts horrifically aging Ben and Johnny and then Medusa and Reed after that. The image of ben rapidly aging where like rocks are just falling off of his butt like it's like oh my god is this what it's going to be like right. for him right someday like, uh it started strong the yeah, first couple panels eczema. of it were strong yeah. the last yeah. panel looks like uh scooby-doo hannah barbera like, yeah mm -hmm. yep. yeah that was an unfortunate art moment yeah in an issue that actually looked pretty good yeah 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 it just 
didn't work that well that um, it, Buscema's pencils are great I don't think the Chickstone inks are doing much for it mm. is my guess and they like when when the rock has fallen off it's taken off all the detail of him so he just looks like a cartoon yeah it's, yeah he looks like a shaved Heathcliff <laughs> <laughs> I have nightmares about that <laughs> Um, yeah, so anyway, this cosmic crystal time being, uh, it turns out he can only age two people at a time. Um, so, uh, I don't know, eventually Ben clobbers Tempest, uh, but it kind of does nothing. Uh, Tempest remains very bored by all this just because he's been alive for so long. Um, nothing has any meaning on an infinite scale and, yeah, he just he's wants just to go. on we embodied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, which in an issue with more time to it could like... <laughs> go man i keep doing that (laughs) (laughs) um so anyway the team works together to like bend him over backwards which causes all but his head to vanish and possibly the death of time also an earthquake and then the team's back in the present where the watcher ensures them that they fixed everything and then mine wipes the adventure from willie's mind for safety (laughs) but not anyone else's nope yep yeah yeah including george washington (laughs) right yep yeah who know who met Reed Richards? Yeah, yeah, and a flaming demon man, and a flaming demon yep. man. Yeah, yep. Uh, yeah, and you know, again, the Watcher not interfering, but fine to erase people's memories. Sure. And... Yep. That's not interference, right? Nope. Yeah. A strange little issue. Yeah. Uh, and we're promised next issue the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And then we get a, a reprint of uh, the Red Ghost issue. What is that? Like FF four, five, nine. Nine? 13 i don't know something like that could have looked it up didn't uh but hey uh it's real old looking actually it was like kind of fun to flip through just the the yeah. stark difference between then and now is like shocking yes so uh this is so this is the first appearance of the uh the red ghost it's the first appearance of the watcher um and we did an episode on it that you can go back and listen to yeah I, yeah yeah the blue, the blue part of the moon too that whole yes you know uh ancient city on the moon uh, yep yeah the blue area i think is what they call the it. blue area this will sound even dumber than most of the other things i've said so far but it's interesting that something that looks so primitive also looks so amazing yeah do you know what i mean yeah 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 mm-hmm. kirby yeah yeah it, it was like oh wow i forgot I keep thinking everything looks like Kirby and then you actually see Kirby and you're like, Oh, right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's also because of spending so many issues with Kirby art. Right. You get, you yeah. get accustomed. Yeah. yeah. All right. That is the end of our free preview of this omnibus episode. Once again, if you'd like to hear the rest of it, uh, about another hour and 10 minutes worth, uh, you can head over to patreoncom slash Marvel by the month and support us at the $4 a month level. That gets you uh, instant access to our bonus feed of content with more than 100 episodes in it, and we are adding uh, new ones basically every week. So uh, it only becomes more valuable over time. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Um, Thank you for your support. If you're able to uh, head on over and give it to us, Uh, and we will see you uh, next week for a Monster by the Month episode. Take care.